I'm Jacob. I've seen Lost seven times. I'm Jack. I've never seen Lost before. Jack's about to watch all of Lost for the first time. Hello, welcome to the Lost Boys pod. With you every step of the way, you've got me, Jacob Stolworthy. And me, Jack Shepard. We've been away for, for a bit longer than usual, um, and I feel that we need to explain our absence, Jack. Go on, you first. So me, well, I've been waiting for you. No, yours is, yours, <laughs> yeah, it's not true. I've been waiting you, for you, me. No, um, okay, well, I guess a few weeks, it seems like a long time ago, a few weeks ago I went to LA. I went to LA to interview um, Anne Dowd, who stars in The Handmaid's Tale, playing the very scary Aunt Lydia. She is in no way terrifying, and she sent my mum a, a birthday message. So I made the the thousand mile trip all worth it. Um, but you... Yeah, no, that's not all you did, though, because Andad was so lovely that she invited you back to the the Hatmaid's premiere. She gave me a ticket to the premiere at the you, Chinese Theatre on Hollywood Boulevard. And then you met uh, Elizabeth Olsen and had a great time. I did meet Elizabeth Olsen. I met Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss, that's the one. <laughs> the two, Elizabeth. Of, uh, Avengers. Avengers, you're in Avengers mode. Oh, God. Um, there, yeah. This is an Avengers-free zone, this podcast. That's fair. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But yeah, um, that that was it. Was all well and good, all great. But of course, we couldn't do um, couldn't do our lost boys because we were torn apart. But you were busy yourself. Yeah, I was doing the. We mentioned it before that I was doing a film. Yeah. So I've just been editing that, and it's now basically finished. Great. It's been a lot of hard work. Yeah, it has been. So, uh, like, I was went. I've been editing because my young brother's been editing it. Mm. So. I went back home, home with him to just spend about two weeks doing it nonstop. Um, which I've seen a bit of it. You well, you've seen it basically. Yeah. Um, so we still we like we've kind of ironed out a few kinks since then. We've done some color grading, did some extra you know sound stuff. But yeah, it's pretty much there. Quite happy with it. Um, yeah. Good man, it's good. It's good. Like, hopefully, so, I'll be able to share it to people soon. Yeah, that would be nice. And um, it'd be nice. It basically, and then I'll write up my interview, and then people will, will actually be able to <laughs> watch your film, read my interview, and then see why we've been a little bit behind on the Lost Boys. Yeah, exactly. But we're not. We're not. We're still getting messages, and people are going, "Please keep it up." We are keeping this up. Yeah, of course we are. This is here to stay. It's just. Uh, it's just been busy. It's unfortunately, been busy. but it's a rare, rare occasion where we're. Yeah. You know, we're normally not this busy. We no, probably won't be for a while now. Nah, I'm here, mate, mate, for the summer. Yeah, summer. So yeah, wicked. <laughs> here we come with a, with a load of lost. Um, so we watched. Uh, we managed to fit time in to watch episode fifteen uh, of season one, which is homecoming. Um, and for those who don't remember, this is the episode where Claire returns with amnesia, um, having been abducted by Ethan, and Ethan also returns and demands that Claire be returned to him and whoever else took her, um, otherwise he'll kill one of them every night until he gets her back, uh, which doesn't end so well for someone, but we'll get into that later. Um, your favourite character. Your initial views. <laughs> yeah, your, your boy. Not your initial views of um, of this, this episode. Uh, it is, again, probably... Like the, there's been a run of not the greatest episodes and this episode has not been a great one either it was fine it was completely watchable mm. and uh, relatively seems quite fast paced but 
it felt like not much happened. Or, well, stuff did happen, but not, I don't know. I just wasn't a big fan. Yeah, like, there's something lacking in this episode, I feel. Like, I don't, I don't reflect upon it well, and, however, I do enjoy it while I'm watching it. Like, I do think it is fast-paced. The scenes where they're kind of putting their plan into action as to what they're going to do in regards to Ethan, which is, you know, a pretty big thing, um, is exciting. But I do think it's stunted by the um, the Charlie flashbacks. It's probably the Charlie flashbacks, and also Ethan is not much of a threat. It feels it's just he's just a bit weird. Do you never think he's a threat? I mean, I know he kills someone, but I never felt that any of the, like the main players were in threat. Fair play. No. Okay. Um, so that's that's for you a, a key reason as to why this episode may may not have done it. Yeah, for you. I think I wasn't. I haven't been in. Inve- I I find Ethan funny. But I'm not, like, invested in him as a character. Yeah. So even when he kind of dies and stuff, I was more angry at Charlie. I think you spend most of this episode just angry at Charlie. He is very frustrating in this episode, more so than I've ever remembered him to be. Yeah. Very whiny. Um, bit above his station. Yeah, he doesn't... I mean, that the ending, when it, so he shoots... Uh, Ethan. I'm sure everyone listening knows now, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what you, Charlie does. If this is spoiling <laughs> stuff, then... Why the hell are you listening? <laughs> yeah. Don't listen. How have you made it four minutes into this podcast? Go back and watch 15th it. 15th episode and of then the listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Which you should be doing anyway. You should um, be doing No, it's kind of... It was just really... It's really frustrating. It's really annoying because you kind of... I was going to like Charlie and then obviously he gets his girl back. And it's kind of, you think things are on the way up, but they're not because she's forgotten everything about him. Even reading the diary, she doesn't seem, like, too convinced by him just yet. Yeah. He's obviously really bummed out. Actually, at the end, she's more convinced, and she? she kind of turns around and she says something. Despite seeing him mow down someone in cold yeah. blood, she, she says, I want to trust you. Yeah, that makes no sense, actually. It doesn't feel like she should be saying that. It feels like she should be like, he's crazy. Yeah, I mean, if you if you don't really remember, you know, she remembers fragments, I guess, and throughout the episode, he's being very lovely to her, um, despite others. He lies to her, kind of evading her because they're uh, avoiding her because yeah. they're scared of what Ethan's going to do. He does lie to her, yeah, but it, all it takes is is him killing someone for her to be like, oh, actually, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a weird reason. To, maybe I think it's all tainted by the flashbacks. Yeah, I think that which probably... you were squirming in. I just find them really uncomfortable. So let's talk about these flashbacks. So basically, we see Charlie, who he's he's used, he's washed up. Um, he's with one of his drive shaft band members doing heroin, uh, really tragically. Runs out of money, and then they set up this scheme where he's gonna uh, pretend to fall in love with this girl called Lucy Heatherton. Yeah, he goes still this, this posh bird, and he's gonna steal um, a cigarette case she owns that once belonged to Winston Churchill. Yeah, um, he gets in quite deep. He doesn't want to let her down. He accepts a job that she offers him. You know, he, he quite likes her, but yet he's a bit of a sad, sta- sad sack. Steals the case anyway, and it gets found out. Mm. Um, really tragic. I, I always say tragic. Maybe that's too strong a word, but he's really embarrassing. Yeah. His character is awful in these yeah. flashbacks. Because it's kind of, you know how far he's come. Mm. And so to kind of go back to that story about him. Yeah. Also, I didn't... Maybe it's because it didn't move on his character very much mm. either it kind of took it back and showed you him as a you know an addict and the stuff he I guess it kind of builds to that point where he stole it and so he can go across that line mm. which is what he does in the end of the episode when he shoots him so it kind of the two of them feed into each other Yeah. which I guess because it kind of comes almost out of nowhere that stuff 
like beforehand, before this episode, Charlie kind of was a heroin addict, but he, he got better. And that ever since then, he's been better and better and better and better and better. And then all of a sudden, in one episode, he suddenly goes back to this weirdo who's shooting people and also in the flashbacks is dr- doing drugs and ruining his life for yeah. this girl. So it feels like, you know, he's done, he's ruined his chance with two girls in like <laughs> the space of however long, which is annoying. Like it's frustrating because I like Charlie. It's frustrating as well because I also think Charlie maybe isn't as interesting as um, we're, we're led to believe. Like his character. I think the best, the, the last time we kind of spent time with Charlie, he, he was under the... Um, Rose took him under her arm and prayed with him, and because oh, yeah. he was, you know, he ne- he had a near death experience, or whatever. Um, but in this, he's just like the minute Claire's back, he's so entitled, and it is almost a bit like he has been the only one who's been giving a shit <laughs> as to where she's been yeah. this past week, and now everyone's <laughs> back there like, no, 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 this we're gonna do my plan, and we're gonna do mm. do it this way. He's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. And so I get that, but um, I do think like this kind of morally dubious. Uh, shade he's given I'm not sure if Dominic Monaghan's up to the task in this particular episode to yeah. carry it off maybe not I don't know it's interesting I wanted you to think that I could take care of you you'll never take care of anyone um, in, uh, one thing to point out <laughs> little tidbit of knowledge is um, the, the the character Lucy Heatherton who gives him the job. She okay. says, uh, my father works for a paper company in Slough, and that's a reference, a direct reference to, to, the, um, office. to the office. Because JJ loves it. And then I think he... Um, Mr. Brent. Yeah. Yeah, he <laughs> loves it. So that's a Ricky Gervais connection to Lost right there. Who you've interviewed before. I have interviewed him. You have? He was right, actually. Um, but yeah, I'll tell you he... what, before we move off Dominic. Yes. I did watch Lord of the Rings over the... In my when I was at home, mm. I watched it because they were on ITV on Sunday, and so um, yeah, I went back and watched all three with like my brother, and it's so funny seeing him in that in in Lord of the Rings now. Now, yeah, now that I've kind of seen Lost, it's just it's really taken something away from it. Where I'm just like, in what oh, way, Charlie? Uh, um, really? Also, so it's overriding the fact that he's Merry Pippin. He's Merry. He's Merry. Yeah, I mean, no, it's not. It's just we always do that, by the way. We used to like, yeah. is he Mary? But we always forget. I think it's Mary. Say. It is Mary, now. you're right. Because yeah. um, now that I should know, I saw it like two days ago. <laughs> um, yeah, he's. It's quite. It's just funny watching it. Mm. It's really funny. And. Um, but it also he doesn't get much screen time in Lord of the Rings. This is the first time I've noticed this about Lord of the Rings. I should do a podcast on Lord of the Rings. There's a lot of stuff I've never noticed before, like Christ. going back and watching now. Maybe it's not helped that I watched like the normal editions and I'm used to watching the extended ones. Right. But I used to watch it every year. Nerd alert. <laughs> yeah, I know. Used to watch, well, you can talk. Says the boy hosting the last podcast. Who's watched it eight, like, seven times. Yeah. <laughs> I used to watch it, like, every fucking year. Really? And now it's like, I haven't watched it. must have been since university, like, four or five years now. Really? So. I've got to say, I've probably clean not seen it in ten years. Oh, my God. They're so good. I they're just go so well made. Mm. Like, it's unbelievable. And now there's like this new Peter Jackson book out. Came out like earlier this week. Mm. And I need to read it. Mate, it sounds amazing. Late birthday present. Mate, if you wanna, if you wanna I get know, me, I need to get you one. Rasheen got me donuts. She did. <laughs> Given Rasheen a shout out. It <laughs> she will <won't> never know. <laughs> uh, Rasheen is our colleague. For those who don't know, um, there's someone else um, who doesn't like this episode very much. JJ Damon. Yes, Damon wrote it. Who did write it? 
he's quoted as saying, um, when asked uh, what his least favourite episode of Lost is, um, it's Homecoming, um, and he says, it's, uh, the, I wrote the episode and it's my least favourite episode of the show ever. And then he kind of compares it to, because there's, there's an episode that I'm not going to mention to you now, that mm. fans commonly say is the worst... Stuart Heritage as well, our voice Stuart. He said this was he he was alluding to this episode that it is the worst episode of Lost, um, but he says that um, this was flawed on almost every single level that an episode of Lost could be. And he's, he, he I think he cited Charlie's flashbacks as a real as a as a main reason. Yeah, um, which I completely get. I completely get. This episode like is is a, is a cut below. Also, the I think rest. it doesn't help that it concentrates on. I mean, Charlie, like, this has not been a good episode for Charlie, but also, like, Boone has a lot of Boone kind of, like, you know, when he falls asleep and stuff. Falls asleep and then he, he ch- yeah. And, and then, then there's that really awful chase scene where he kind of runs after whoever just came. And then it's Vincent the dog. Yeah. Uh, who tripped the thing, uh, the, the perimeter. And then... In the, that tiny time. The others find him and the dogs are licking him and it's real, like... Oh, it's not... It's not that well done. And then Ethan comes from the sea, from like yeah, creature so, from the Black Lagoon. Come on, let's let's talk about this. So Ethan comes from the water, as Kate points out. Um, what do you what do you think here? What's that? It's a fucking amateur hour by our guys. Yeah, you like, don't expect them to come hell. from the water. Yeah. What What do you well, mean? No. Yeah. Well, you kind of do when you're next to a beach, like. Well, how is what What do you mean? You just, they would you just mean, swim around. Of course, like that's it's like. You, you of course think, that's going to happen. You think Ethan just swam around and killed Scott? Well, how else would he have done it? Okay, let's just stop talking here. Why would he not just swim out, then swim back in? Where would he swim from? Just further down the beach. <laughs> just swim along. <laughs> Man, that's so funny. I've never really thought about it like that. Why would that not happen? <laughs> I don't know why I find this so funny, but I really do. The thought of Ethan just like going, fuck. I better walk a few miles down here and swim around and swim back again. I mean, it took him a fair amount of time to get there anyway. It, it was only in the morning. It so. is true. Boone had a good old nap. Um, yeah, Scott. Scott. I don't dies. know how he was going to do it on the second day. What once, Ethan? Yeah, like. Once, do you reckon he was like? He would have been like, I shouldn't have made that threat because now I've got to stick <laughs> yeah. to it. <laughs> he broke. He broke. He him. broke Scott's Sorry. neck and broke his fing- uh, every finger. It's probably it's like a bit much, isn't it? Broke every finger. So she says every finger in his in his in his hand is broken. I didn't click that. That's weird. Yeah, and um, I think they say that. It's, it's Scott or Steve. It's Scott. It's definitely Scott's Scott. Perish. It's definitely Scott because uh, Sawyer goes something like looks like Scott. Uh, it looks like Steve dealt the short straw and he's like, dude, that was Scott. Yeah, and then in the funeral, it looks like Steve's like standing. It, it does, which I've never noticed before. When it looks like who's that random guy? Probably Steve, <laughs> yeah. who has no like problem that Hurley just gets their names confused or Sawyer gets their names confused. So Steve drew the short straw. Dude, that was Scott. Oh, this should have been the Steve episode, and then you could have learned about Scott and Steve when he <laughs> built up their relationship. Would you Would you be happy if they just plunked, plonked forward a few random survivors and just gave them their backstory? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I'd be so game for that. Interesting. I like I like that. that. Also, yeah. I mean, we've got roots of interesting characters. We do. I still want to know, you know, there's obviously more, everyone you want to know about. It does feel, 
It's felt weird the last few episodes, actually. I'm trying to... What, do you think, like it's treading water or what? A little bit. Okay, interesting. I will say, and I don't want to get your hopes up. Okay. But I do feel like episode 15 is like the last weaker episode uh, of this season. Okay, it's interesting that you say treading water because I guess... um, the whole like Charlie shooting Ethan again is like a plot line that has suddenly come to nothing. You know? Well, it it clearly smacks as Ethan is a beacon of answers, and it's midway through season one of a TV show that could go on for however long. So maybe let's kill him. I know mm. William Apother, who we're hoping to get on the show. Is that the guy who plays Ethan? Soon it is Tom Cruise's cousin. He was a bit frustrated with the way Ethan died. Um, expected to have a bit more to do. Because he's, 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 he's flung forward as like a big character. And it, it I mean, yeah. for the sake of a shock, Charlie shooting him, I think it is a shock. Uh, were you shocked? Yeah, I think it's a shock. I think... Especially um, when you're not sure where the gunshot's coming from because everyone who has a gun is seemingly accounted for in the scene. Mm. You know? I think I kind of knew it was Charlie... When it happened, I was yeah. shocked by who. Well, you tell him if it's Walt, you'd be like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, I was more, I was more just annoyed that. Yeah, you're right. It was kind of like a big character, the most mysterious character, mm. who's kind of appeared a few times, and they've kind of built him up to kind of he's gonna give you something. Save for um, Rousseau, the French lady, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Ethan's been yeah. Well, he's the he's only other. He's the only other mysterious presence. character other than her. Yeah, yeah. Who. Um, so you expect something more, you know, some explanation as to why Claire went, something maybe to do with her memories or something. But no, it's kind of he just gets shot straight away. And not only is it that annoying, it's more annoying that oh, it was Charlie who hasn't had a good episode, and then it's just getting worse and worse. Yeah. So it's just I get that everything added up. He could have told us where he came from, what he wanted with Claire, why he even. Do you ever think he would have told us anything, Jack? Also, you know, there are all those little things which were kind of were a bit, you know, bugs me. Like Boone, was just, <laughs> that whole chase scene was just a bit annoying. Even the, I mean, I, I know it's like a TV show, so you can't expect like the best thing ever. Like even the fight with Ethan between Jack and Ethan was like a bit annoying. It's like, why wouldn't the guys just like help out and kind of like punch him down and stuff? Yeah. You were like, where are they? They're taking ages. <laughs> yeah, they were taking ages. Like, I he lo- didn't even run that far. No. I love when, when um, I mean, good on Claire, by the way, who's gone through a bit of a trauma to be like, to be like yeah, do you oh, know what? No. I'll be bait. Like, it's quite good of her. In Make pouring him- rain and like when she's preg- heavily pregnant, susceptible to cold. Susceptible to I was cold. Thinking that. It's also not, it's just not a good plan. It's not a good plan. Like, you would think they would come up with something better. Yeah. Um, it's all those little things, isn't it, that kind of add up? Because there wasn't... What was good about the episode, did you think? Um, I really liked the scenes where, um, between Locke and Jack and Sawyer, yeah. like, come, enacting the plan before Charlie butts in and, like, like, no, we're doing it this way. Like, I find that quite annoying. Um, I love the scene where... Oh, the I love the interplay, like, where, where Jack... Um, 
asks Soya to come along and it's great because yeah. of their rivalry and then Kate wants to come and there's no guns and Soya's like wait a minute and the gun that he mm. stole from the marshal that he took from the marshal uh, back in um, uh, towards the beginning of the season and says to Kate like here you go and it's like cool interplay because that's like touching upon like their weird triangle in a really subtle way yeah we haven't seen too much of that for a while have we like the three of them oh we did no, we saw we the suitcase the, stuff the suitcase stuff which ended quite fraught for um in a fraught way for Jack and Kate and then they were like fine mm. again in the next episode um yeah I, I, I like that stuff about the episode I also there's one bit I really do like um which entertains me every time and it's where um Charlie's in the jungle with Jin and he's like kind of going on about how it's all right for Jin. Jin doesn't get caught up in anything. Jin just goes about his day and blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden Jin gets hit in the chest yeah. by Ethan. Um, it's quite funny. How nice it must be to not be involved in the bloody insanity that surrounds us at every turn. It's quite beautiful, really. You take care of your wife. Everything else is someone else's problem. And then uh, there's a few scenes actually between, a very few scenes between Jin and Sun um, where Jin kind of expresses... Um, frustration and not being able to understand what the hell is going on. He's also like, it's all their fault that this is happening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The others and all this. Um, the others, it's them, it's them. And That's there's cool. even a little little bit, which I don't know if you picked up on, uh, I'm not going to delve too far into it, but where Jin asks Son if Claire's okay, and then he says, and the baby? And Son just turns and looks at him for like a good seven seconds before answering. Mm. It's a bit awkward. I don't know. I just noticed that. Yeah. Yeah, I did notice that when I was watching it, thinking mm. like, oh, damn. Something there. Yeah. There's also, interestingly, and I'm trying to think of another instance, and maybe people who are listening can can, can remind me if, I, if, I'm, if I'm not remembering correctly, but there's a scene where, um, the flash, there's a flashback scene where Charlie voms in the photocopier. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and it cuts back to the island and he like flinches as if he's like actively recalling that moment. And it's the only time I can really remember like a character on the island reacting to something that happened in the flashback. Mm. Uh, I mean, that's a, that's a real deep dive, but... Mate, I, I, it doesn't... I mean, it kind of it plays out that the flashbacks are happening in those people's heads. Yeah, it, it does. But usually it's like, and then they're in the same position as before. Charlie like, actually like flinches if to go, God, that was awful, yeah. Because hmm. the scene's quite good. And I think it's probably his best scene in the episode. He's quite funny. Mm. Yeah. As he's sweating and, t- yeah. They do play it with proper, like, laughs, though. The music scene. in that scene's quite It's the music and funky, even funky, funky. Like, quick cuts between him doing all this stuff. It's funny. Yeah, it's almost like that the walls are, like, bit. caving in on him. It's really, yeah. it's well directed, actually. I think it's directed by it's Kevin Hooks. It's a bit train spotting that bit. Yeah, it is, um, yeah. Um, I was, actually going back to a bit I enjoyed like Jack and Locke again mm. as we've said multiple times we're really good together but also the bit when they're like oh so uh, I guess you have a plan then mm. oh what's your I get you want to say your plan it's funny I really like that it's yeah. just kind of that macho uh, standoff between them that they have going on and it's always like funny. Locke has this weird spring in his step because of the hatch and he's got he's always he's always got something over Jack at the minute. Yeah. And like him and Boone being there, it's because they're like choosing to help out and to be there. You mentioned that Saeed didn't have a great episode this time around, you felt. Do you remember that? Yeah, he didn't have much to say or do, did he? Oh. Yeah. No, he came up with weird stuff, didn't he? What what's trying to think? There was something where you went there was a moment where you went, hmm, 
Saeed's not having a great one, is he? So when Saeed and Shannon were together at the, the end. At the end, when, when she's happy, he's alive, and you, you're reminded, oh yeah, Them this relationship. <laughs> this thing, uh, this burgeoning thing. That's um, not happening for me. Also, we should point out that the, there's an interview of Maggie Grace uh, incoming for a, few, for a later date. Ooh. We spoke to her. You spoke to I her. I spoke to Maggie. Yeah, you did. For the Hurricane Heist. Hurricane Heist and Fear the Walking Dead, season four, which she's very good in. Fear the Walking Dead. She's yeah. very good in it. She's she's worlds away from Shannon. She had some really interesting views on Shannon. She reflects upon Shannon in a very interesting way, which really? I'm excited for our listeners to hear. Yeah. Okay, I'm excited to hear that too. Um, yeah, I've not told you, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go to that. Yeah. You've interviewed her twice now. I have, I have indeed, and she's been very pleasant each time. She puts up with your lost questions. And now about uh, that <laughs> show you were in a few years ago, again. Uh, <laughs> she's probably thinking like, on the phone, like, who the fuck is this guy? It's a bit shameless. Why does she keep talking about it? <laughs> it's quite funny. <laughs> um, if you had, um, if you could pick a character who's flashback, we see next week. Steve. I lo- By the way, by the way, we <laughs> I, I ask that question all the time and I'm trying to present it in a different way to what I usually <laughs> ask. Were, yeah. I was thinking like, I know yeah. what he's going to say, but it's taking a long time about <laughs> um, Next week. I don't know. Yes, yeah, Steve. Man. Steve, yeah. I want to know him. I want to see some more Scott and Steve action. Because I reckon... So you want some retroactive Steve, uh, Scott action? Yeah. Now he's dead. Yeah, I want to know, like, you know, this guy's feelings. I want him to become a main player. I've heard so much about him. Yeah, I've heard a lot about him. He's probably... What Despite if being they might have the been joke. in love, and then this is just their... Maybe they went to Australia because the laws on... Actually, the laws about gay marriage aren't good out there, are they? They are now. They are now. They weren't they before. Weren't before. Yeah. I mean, they weren't then. Um, um, but they are now, yeah. Yeah. But, but maybe in Lost World, they were. Enough. That would have been a good reason to go to Australia. I'm only, I'm only spitballing. If I was in the writer's room right now, <laughs> You're really that's where I would be going. That they were, they were a couple. <laughs> that's really sweet. Um, I, uh, yeah, okay, so Steve, uh, but seriously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seriously. Ooh, who have we seen? I, quite, I reckon we might be going for a Sun and Jin one. What Interesting. Because we kind of, there were those seeds planted where mm. we just saw little bits of them. Mm. we don't normally we haven't seen them in a while and then it was kind of they always kind of do that with these where they plant like a, a few little bits and then you see the flashback with those people that'd be a good second even though I know they've had an episode before well we saw Sun so maybe Jin interesting okay yeah that'd be cool mm-hmm. I'd be game for that or Hurley we haven't seen fucking Hurley in <laughs> no, ages, we haven't man. seen a Hurley we haven't ever, you don't know anything about Hurley's backstory other than he's Her- called Hugo Reyes I like saying dude a lot that's like all we know about him, mm. and he, you know, and he just likes to have a good time. He, he just seems good to be time like, early. after doing that um, census of everyone. Yeah, he suddenly become like the people's champion, like doing like Scott's funeral and stuff. Yeah, like he's very hands on, isn't he? Yeah, but I wonder raise... why wouldn't they get Steve to do it? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> because they're not paying Steve the uh, the bucks to be in the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, there's. Uh, just um, a little point. Ooh. Ja- uh, uh, Charlie says to Claire, he's like trying to catch her up on what happened when she was gone. And he says, even though she doesn't remember any of them, uh, all she remembers is being on the plane. Um, he says, we built a golf course. <laughs> and, I, I, and it's funny that I'm thinking, hold on, she, she got kidnapped after that. Yeah. Didn't she? She got kidnapped at the end of episode 10. 
and they built the golf course in episode nine. And I told you before there was a whole thing where they switched it around, and I'm thinking maybe it was a uh, inconsistency, in, a minor inconsistency. I the golf course was quite early on. The golf course was in solitary. Saeed wasn't around for the golf course, so if he'd said to Saeed, yeah. "You built a golf course," but Claire was around. But I get no, he's. He's just catching her up on everything since the plane crashed. Oh, right? so he's like saying, he's by the way, we built a golf course. Yeah, he's saying everything they've done since oh, they crashed right. the plane. She, yeah. she doesn't not Silly remember me. what will happen when she disappeared. She so can't remember all He's saying it because she's literally got amnesia. Yeah. Okay. Because she, <laughs> she remembers peanut butter, she says. Yeah. Which is sweet. And he says, actually, it was imaginary peanut butter. I don't know. Their scenes are quite nice. I like Charlie and Claire together. I think it's always difficult in a show when you reset someone. Oh yeah, resetting someone is a bit of a like when she got back you're like, yes, answers and you realise she doesn't remember anything, you're like, oh for God's sake. But then it's like you also have to see all that catch up stuff. Yeah. Like you have to go through like meeting her again. But it's not like it's frustrating to watch. Which I get, you know, is the point in her character. For Charlie it's annoying and I keep coming back to this word frustrating. I keep saying it. Maybe I that's I think that's just the word that sums up this episode for me. Yeah. And it was kind of you know, she keeps I mean, it's annoying for him, but it's also that for the viewer as well. And yeah. I think as a viewer, you're just a bit like, oh, come on. This isn't like, this is, it's annoying that you don't also don't get any answers. Let's like, get it rolling. But now. if it was like, oh, I don't remember from when I was like knocked over the head or something, but she was still angry at Charlie for leaving her. Yeah. That would still make sense. And you could still do the whole Ethan's after her stuff mm. because it's not like that affects it at all. Yeah, it's true. It would just be that would so that no, the one thing she now conveniently doesn't remember is the fact that Charlie was a drug addict. Because he says to her, "If I can kick drugs, I can." Uh, mm. And then she's like, "What?" And then she, she, I mean, it's probably there, but she doesn't actively remember now. Is that going to be a big part of the story? I can't imagine it. Well, I, 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 okay, I, I just think it's a big part of Charlie's story. I know it's a big part of Charlie's story, but I can't imagine. You know, she kind he mentioned it before, and it didn't. And she still fancied him after a while. Like, no, you mentioned it before, and then she got been kidnapped. Yeah. I yeah, don't know. Anyway. No, I know, but... Oh, I don't know, if you, if you were chaps to someone, and they then they mentioned that they were a drug addict, you'd be like, what? Yeah, but she she knew beforehand, and then still fancied him. She didn't know. Didn't She didn't know the first time round? No, before when, she got knocked unconscious? Yeah, she did, but he, he said it to her just before... Ethan kidnapped them. Oh, was it just he, before? He mentioned to her just before because she'd gone into ah. like a forced labour. And he says, if I can get drugs, I can deliver a baby. Oh, that's when I have... Okay. And she's and like, then she's... what? She's like, get Jack. <laughs> like, literally <laughs> just get Jack. <laughs> okay, maybe it will be a bigger deal. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just but throwing that out takes away things. from that moment. No. It does. This is... Uh, character resets don't work for me. You're not, you're not a fan of character resets? It's just, It's so... It's such a movie thing. Mm. It's such a like a convenient plot thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's never a. This is what would definitely happen. Yeah. It's like a. Why can't she? Why can she just remember the plane crash? It makes no sense for her. Yeah. To just forget. Like if she forgot stuff before the plane crash as well, then it would make. But from that moment onwards, it's like that doesn't make sense. Lindelof probably agrees with this as well. Yeah, I think. But you know, yeah. thing is about with him. Like if I was if I was watching this without knowing anything about this guy yeah like I know he's like your hero but yeah, to me I love him, yeah. he's written like a few weak episodes mm. that's all that's all I know of him so to me like I was surprised that this was 
one of his episodes because I love The Leftovers. It's like one of my favourite shows. I think it's so well done. Yeah. And, you know, he wrote second and third season without, you know, I know he had the author of the book, Tom which was Rossi, just yeah. first season. Yeah. But then second season, he went off piece yeah. with this guy. Yeah. You know, it's like, and those are the best seasons. Like, they're yeah. incredible, incredible piece of television. Yeah. So to find out that he wrote, like, the bum episodes. Yeah. I mean, it was, his, uh, it, you know, it was early, early in his career. Yeah. Um, this is where he learned the ropes. And he's also juggling a lot because there's a lot of people working on that show. Uh, it's funny, I was speaking to Anne Dowd and she was bringing up The Leftovers before I was even mentioning it, which obviously I would have. And she, I quote, she went, um, Lindelof, forget it. I was like, what do you mean? She went, genius. Biggest genius I've ever worked with. Really? Yeah. She was saying some really cool things about him. Oh, and I was man. just, she went, are you a fan of the show? I said, am I, it changed my am life. Am I a fan of the show? I was like, Anne, it changed my life. Um, but yeah. She's so good in it as well. I'm so jealous. She's terrific. It was great. But um, we should watch episode 16. Yeah, let's do it. Right for it. Um, Hero of the week. Hero of the week. Jack's hero of the week. Just get a soundbite in there. <laughs> he needs um, to. Sawyer. Ah, 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 jungle boy. Not even for one second. Why is Sawyer your hero of the he's week? He's the only light... He's a good bit of light humour in it. Normally I'd go for Hurley. I feel like I'd need to... Hurley's not as funny in this episode because mm. he does like his... Even though the Scott and Steve bit. But then that's to Sawyer. And that's yeah. why Sawyer gets my hero... Of the week. And on that note, we are going to love you all and leave you all uh, for another week. And we promise you it will be a week. It won't be longer. We're not swanning off. We're not being Spielberg. We're going to be here <laughs> watching Lost like <laughs> like good Lost boys. <laughs> Thank you all. Uh, please follow us uh, on, as, as you have been doing, it's great, on Twitter and recommending to your friends. I've noticed a lot of this. People are going... You'd love this, tagging in their pals. That's what we want. Yeah, it's, it's been really good. Shared experience. So please do follow us on uh, Twitter, Lost Boys Pod. Jack, you're on at Jack J Shepherd. I'm on Jacob underscore Star. We're on Instagram, SoundCloud, and iTunes, of course, uh, which we would love you to, to subscribe. Uh, thank you, uh, Jack. Sign us out. Um. Boom. <laughs>